This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? You guys are listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. I am here with the breakout star of Mary Cavallari himself, Jay Cutler. Do you want to say hi to the people? Hi, people. I thought you would for sure say, hey, y'all. Yeah. Eh, too, too predictable. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming most people already know this, but you were a quarterback in the NFL for 12 years, correct? That's correct. That is correct. And you've recently retired. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to know like, more about what does a day in the life of Jay Cutler look like now? God, you sound like Kristen. Um, <laughs> Well, it's been it's been we it's been a almost a it's been a year now. Officially, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. What month is this? January. January. So it's been a year and a month. Um, so I mean, things have I guess things have kind of morphed a little bit. You know, when I first got done, so. it was just it was just a lot of hanging out. Yeah. It's a lot of hanging out. Yeah. Kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. Okay. And now there's still a lot of hanging out. So it's just a day full of hanging out. Yeah. Hanging out with the kids, taking these kids to school. Um, I think I've probably been working out a little bit more now. Okay. I like this. Um, working play, on the bod. Playing basketball a couple times, three times a week. Okay. Where do you do this? Uh, CPA in the oh, mornings. Okay. Six in the morning with a bunch of a good group of guys. That's aggressive. Six in the morning. <clears throat> yeah. Um, then doing a lot more hunting. Right. Just got back from duck hunting in Arkansas with some buddies. Okay. I have uh, this on as a question later. I mean, hunting. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. This, the, the beard against this is really like killing our audience. Yeah. <clears throat> like, is this my here? It's yeah. really bad for my it's podcast. It's just only when your facial hair spread. It's the jacket. Otherwise, it's fine. Can we just use the mic? Can we just use the mic audio? No. Well, no. So go back to your like what you're about to say, Kelly. Sorry. I wish I remembered. I thought Stephen. I thought Stephen wasn't going to do this. Actually, he told, left. Yes, I mean, you know what? I might keep this in, and I might tell the people that we're actually filming for Very Cavallari at this moment. I don't know why you wouldn't. I think <laughs> that's a great point. So that was one of the producers interjecting that Jay's beard was a was a mic. There was a mic issue. I don't know. I think he just wants to get on camera. Ah, oh, so 
so annoying. Honestly. We were talking about hunting, and honestly, like, I wish that I cared more about that topic. It's not really my area of expertise, mm -hmm. but I would like to know, like, what is your favorite kind of hunting? Because I feel like you're really into this. Yeah, well, I went elk hunting in September. Like, that was the first time I was able to go in September. Is this what you do in Montana? Yes. Okay. This is, like, your thing. Um, and that was... That was amazing because you got there during the rut and like they're right. all doing their thing. But this duck hunting thing, it was new to me. I've never really done that. And that is, it's, it, it, it rivals elk hunting, I think, for me. Why? Tell me more. Um, Can't believe I asked you that, but tell me more. Tell you more. <laughs> so you basically like you sit in these big blinds on the water and they're glorified houses. Okay. Like there's benches, like they had a heater in there, they had yeah. like a, a griddle, they're making breakfast. Who's making breakfast? Uh, the guys that uh, oh. had the wine. Oh, that's, okay. So like there's like eight of you in there. Okay. And there's these holes in top of the blind. This is like a girl's version of a slumber party. <sighs> yeah, kind of. Do you guys pillow fight? No, we don't. Okay. And so like you can talk, <laughs> you can hang out, you have right. breakfast, okay. and then like whenever they start seeing ducks fly by or something, like, you know, you just pop back up there and you just fire off and start shooting ducks. So it's different than like deer hunting. Aren't you like sitting in one of yeah. those? You're just sitting in a tree stand just for two All or day. Yeah, two or three hours. Sounds terrible. Just being really quiet. So a duck, you're like going it's more to of a, like a day. It's more of like a social event. Okay. Are you drinking? Like, is this like a fun time? I'm sure you could could drink. We didn't have any alcohol at, the time, at, 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 at that Why? time. Well, it was like six in the morning. Oh, okay. That would be a little aggressive. But I'm sure guys that hunt in the afternoon might have a few... Few sips, but you are you do have firearms too, so it's kind of you want to be safe. Safety, safe, first. safety first. Okay. Well, so you keep yourself occupied. It sounds like with some hunting, those mm -hmm. are hobbies. Like, mm -hmm. has that been a hard adjustment? Because I feel like football is a pretty intense schedule, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, there's just there's a lot of downtime now. Yeah. And and you can only hunt so much. Right. You can only work out so much. You can only watch deer cam so much. You can only hang out so much. Right. Um. And you have three kids, so that yeah. keeps you busy, but like, I guess. Yeah, but they also drive you insane. Right, so you need something else. Yeah. Interesting. So that's kind of where things stand now, finding like, what can I do that's not that taxing. Right. Not 100% involved where I'm like, as busy, busy as Kristen. Okay. But something that can fill a little time. Yeah. Because like, no matter what I do, I'm not gonna replace like football like that's no. not you, you can't I mean no. I, I did that for since I've been six or seven so like that's gone like I'm not gonna find another passion that's the same yeah it's not so this I'm, is yeah, your I'm new not. stage it is like what it's a transition is, period yeah and like it's so interesting because like the football life like I was thinking about like I met you obviously from your time at Vanderbilt mm -hmm. and that like just in college in general it's like a full-time job having to play football, right? Like, so you've had this yeah. pressure on you since that time of your life, oh, which is very different <laughs> than the rest of us. Like when I was in college, I was just worried about like partying and yeah. like going to class yeah. sometimes, like things like that. What does that feel like? Going to class and, um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's all I've really known. Yeah. You know, so like I didn't really know anything different. Like I played football, basketball, and baseball since I don't know, five, six, seven years old. So like, it's just like, this is more of a different, I guess, realm of my life than, right. than, than, than the, the latter. Yeah. Cause you just don't, you never did anything different. No. Like, did you feel that pressure though in college? 
Um, at times, um, but I don't think it ever was like overwhelming or yeah, something what about, I couldn't deal with. Okay, but like then, like you, so you go pro and you're young and you make a lot of money at a young age, which is also really weird mm -hmm. for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Like at that point, do you feel like stresses? What are you doing? We Keep have going. You're live. <laughs> you're not live. She's, well, she wants to be in on this so bad. So that like that's not true at all. Right now that she's not. <laughs> she's, she's poking her head in like, let me talk. She tested the mic levels with me. I think she just wanted to hold the mic. Yeah. <laughs> but what? We'll go back to the question like, um, when you were, I mean, you, so you had all these pressures and stuff. Then you go to Chicago and it's like. That was like a big, I feel like you got a lot of negative, like slack, yeah. like I don't know how you would handle that. Yeah, Chicago's a different, a, kind of a different animal. You know, there's yeah. New, New York has two teams, Chicago's a big, huge market, it's got yeah. one team, you know, and there, and there weren't any teams in LA at that point. Right. So I, I felt like Chicago, Chicago was a, was a huge market, like kind of the whole time I was there. And, uh, you know, the fans, the fans are great. I mean, you if you go out in the streets and talk to the fans, like. 99% of them, like, they get it. Like, they understand what's happening. Um, they're very smart. But, I mean, the papers, and I, and I think I hit a time, like, whenever kind of newspapers were dying a little bit. Um, internet was kind of taking over. Mm -hmm. um, ESPN, Fox News, like, all those stations were kind of doing their thing. And, and people were just clicking on, they, you know, no one was getting the paper. So I, I, I think you kind of hit that, that sweet spot where, you know, they have, they, they have to write you know, whatever they can write to get things out there and get people to Just read to it. Just to get people's attention. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of it was deserved, some of it wasn't deserved. But right. you know, that's kind of how it is. So the fans themselves were actually not bad to you. No. It no. was mostly the press. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, and I think that probably goes for most NFL cities. I mean, the, the fans, like, they're in it. They understand. Um, and, and, I, and I think a lot of them are probably, they've watched football a little bit longer than some of these yeah. writers in general anyway, so they have a better feel for the game. So, like, when people would say stuff, like, I remember reading people being like, he's emotionless, like, he doesn't care. Did you care? I mean... Yeah, if I didn't care, I wouldn't have, I would have quit. Right. Like, I wouldn't have put in the time and the effort to, yeah. what it takes to, to do it. Um, what do you think people were interpreting? Like, just facial expressions or... Yeah, I mean, I know that... After like 2010, 2011, 12, like if we had a Fox game, like there was basically a camera like dedicated to our sidelines that were kind of following me and some of the other guys around, like just to see how we would interact and stuff. So yeah. it got to be a little bit of a thing, but you know, all I really cared about was playing football and trying to win football games. So after you left Chicago, like, did you feel a little beat up just from the press and stuff? Or, like, were you kind of happy to be retired at that point? <sighs> no, I don't think I – it never really got to that point. Like, I was really? always able to, to, to separate, you know, the difference in work. And when I left the building, like, it was – I didn't think about it. You know, yeah. we, we had – I guess we had all three kids by the time we were done. And, um, you know, you walk in the door and that's – they don't care. No. Like, they, that's the last thing that yeah. – on their mind. So – um, I, I always felt like I was able to kind of compartmentalize yeah. a lot of it and just keep it uh, keep it away. What made you want to go back, like when Miami called? Um, I still felt like I could play. Um, I just want, I, you know, I wanted to be in a different situation. We had a few teams call like right as soon in March, as soon as I was let go by Chicago. Uh, but like, just jumping into just jumping from one ship to the next ship, like didn't didn't really yeah. interest me. I, I kind of wanted to process some of it, uh, think about it, 
and decide whether I still wanted to play or, or not. And that summer, it gave me a lot of time. And then when Adam called, you know, I knew him. I, I, I knew a lot of those guys from being Adam in Chicago. Adam was at Chicago. Yeah. So I knew that, you know, at the end of the day, if we won games or lost games, it would, it would be a good experience being down there with him. Yeah. Okay, so you got, okay, you were going to go to Fox and you, like, have this family at home. Did you feel better about that career? Like, being able to balance that with, like, your family and Kristen and everybody? Working for Fox, the yeah. games? Um, the, uh, I was, I mean, I took it, well, I was kind of torn on it because it's still, it's still 16 weeks of travel. Is it really? Yeah, I mean, every game is a away game. Oh, I didn't realize that. So you leave yeah, Thursday night or Friday morning yeah. and you're gone until Sunday night or Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a four-day commitment for 16 straight weeks, which didn't really fire me up because um, it was more travel than I did playing. You know, yeah. obviously, Monday through Thursday, you're off, but, I mean, it's still, it's still quite a bit. Yeah. And that's why I had a lot of hesitations after Miami of, of getting into that because, um, you know, and during the fall, like, I wanted to elk hunt, I wanted to deer hunt, I wanted to go to Montana. There's a lot of things I wanted to do. Camden was going to start playing soccer in the fall. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just things that I was like, you know, let's, let's just take a year and, and then see what happens. Yeah, Kristen and I talk about that sometimes. Like, you never had an August just off. Like, never. you would go to training camp. And yeah, this is my first, I, I, this is my first August I've ever had just uh, hang out and see what August is like. I kind of yeah. liked it. it did was, you like August? I did like August. I mean, honestly, with football, I feel like you kind of missed some of the best months. Yeah. Fall, like October, yeah. all of it. Yeah, August, September, October. Um, so it was, it was cool to be here and like mm -hmm. kind of kind of enjoy that. Halloween, you know, go with the kids on Halloween, was able right. to do that. Um, Thanksgiving, like I played on Thanksgiving before, you know, I've traveled on Thanksgiving. So Christmas, we've played, I think, on Christmas or mm -hmm. traveled on Christmas. So just being around for those times was 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 different but fun it was fun mm -hmm. okay let's talk about relationship stuff like how how was it first of all balancing a relationship three kids and a really high pressure job um <clears throat> I mean I think that's probably for Kristen like Kristen balanced it I just yeah I just showed up, showed up. what a nice life <laughs> yeah so like if she wasn't probably as tough and resilient and, and caring as she is it, it I mean, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I would literally, because I mean, there's, I think there's so much going on during football and like you're so wound up during the week that, you know, the, and the kids were young, the kids were super young still. So like she had to take care of them. She was doing her job. Um, so, I mean, she's the one that kept that ship afloat. How is it different now? Uh, it's changed a little bit. Um, you know, I think I do, probably more the like day-to-day -day stuff because she's so busy with her job. Yeah, you refer to yourself as the nanny and the house manager now, correct? That is that is correct, <laughs> and I am uh, both of those things. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about those jobs, those roles. <sighs> That's why I need to find another job. Okay, we're tired of this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you feel like being retired has affected your marriage at all? Like, how has that affected it? Um, yeah, I mean, just finding uh, different roles, I think is you have major changes like that. And, and I think Kristen's probably had just as much change as I have. Totally. In her uh, job, you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think when you combine those two storms, if you will, at the same time, it's there's definitely um, things you kind of have to wade through and figure out and, you know, because it's not easy. I mean, it's probably a little bit easier for her because, I mean, she's 
doing exactly what she wants to do. She's excited right. about it, and and doing and doing and doing very well. Um, you know, I'm the one that's kind of has to figure out, you know, what I want to do and where I want to go next. Do you have any like ideas that you want to uh, share right now? Um, I don't know. Like getting back, doing the broadcasting thing on more of like a half schedule or something would okay. be interesting. Um, getting into maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say coaching or consulting, but like going to some camps, some training camps or some mini camps and kind of helping out some of the guys that I know mm-hmm. around the league um, would be fun. We've been kicking around doing, kicking around the idea of doing like a butcher shop somewhere in Franklin. You've been talking about that for years because yeah. you were still talking about that when you did football. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what so would do, that be? Something really small. Mm-hmm. I mean, 1,500 square feet or something. Um, and then sourcing like grass-fed beef from somewhere. Cool. I mean, I would want to keep it somewhere in Tennessee if we could. Right. A couple pigs, um, some chickens, and like you know, getting getting whole animals and whatever we get that week, you know, when we sell out, we sell out. Like so it's, it's like done. different every week, just depending. Yeah, like turning like what we could get. Obviously, if, if someone wants to order something, we'll try to we'll try to source it. But something really small. Um, That's cool. Getting Mike involved. Yeah. And kind of letting him, you know, if he wants to smoke some meats or hang some meats. Um, Mike is who works with Kristen on all her cookbooks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. amazing. And then eventually, maybe Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, or something, having like lunch and having him make sandwiches cool. Yeah. And, cool, and just seeing where we can go with it. But um, something small, just to see what happens. Have you thought about being a matchmaker as a profession? Um, I feel like you might be really good at that. I think I would be good at it. Okay, I like the confidence. There's a there is a but though. Give um, it to me. I think some people's expectations are a little bit skewed. And by some people, do you mean me? (laughs) (laughs) We haven't went down that road completely yet. (laughs) But I think most people's expectations are are a little bit lofty. Tell me more. And I don't know if I want to be the bearer of bad news, like every time being like, hey, listen, like, I don't know if that's in the cards. Maybe we should just. Okay, okay. Like, we all can't find somebody with abs six foot four has a, a million dollar job in a plane right. like that those those people they're out there i mean obviously sure. hopefully right. you, you can I'll find one them. but um most people i think are just pretty normal i also would like to clarify that is not the description of what i'm looking for what because, is the description of what you're looking for oh put me on the spot why don't you i mean i always say to you i just want someone who's like my partner right that kind of meets me halfway yeah who has their own stuff going on, mm-hmm. who is not threatened by what I have going on. What if he's like a struggling artist? Well, okay, you always throw out these descriptions that are like amazing. I'm like, where are these guys? Like struggling artist and like has no money. Like you have, oh, to, you have to float them. I mean, okay, like I don't think, I would not be upset if I made more money than my partner. Okay. So I'm not like out for that, but yeah. I also don't want like a freeloader. Yeah. What if he's amazing on every other checklist? I might be checklist. down. I'm not kidding. He was like, "Hey, listen, like this is my uh, my passion. I love it. Like if, right. you, if 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 I have to give this up and get a regular job, like I'm gonna lose who I am." Okay, but if he's so amazing, why isn't he selling some of these pieces of art? Well, he thinks he's amazing. Like it doesn't mean the rest of the oh, world the thinks rest, he's amazing. Do I think he's amazing? Is the question. You support his passion. 
Let's see. If, uh, I, I can be supportive of someone's passion. If, if, if it's selling? <laughs> gosh. Well, it's like you got to, I do want like a driven person. So. Well, he's very driven. Like he's, he's cranking out artwork. But like, what if it's terrible? The way you described him, it's terrible. Doesn't mean he doesn't love it. Oh, I'm conflicted. Yeah. Oh my God. On that note, I think I'm going to move on to the fan questions. Okay. I do, I do think you should think about the matchmaking thing. People don't know about you that you're very like perceptive and intuitive. It's a very good skill set. Um, okay, so I asked a bunch of my, my followers on Velvet's Edge what they wanted to know about you, and I got some mixed questions. Are Question you for you. Are, what oh, percentage God. of these followers are women? Like a very high percentage. Like 90? <laughs> I mean, for sure, probably. Okay. I would maybe even go as far as to say 95. And the rest are gay. Oh, okay, so guys. let's say 90 women, five, the other five includes the gays. Uh -huh. So we got 5% male. Okay. Um, okay, well, Kristen will probably want to hear this, but she, they said, who runs your Instagram? If Jay has an Instagram, it's hilarious. Jesus, there she goes. <laughs> <He's>, what? <laughs> uh, the question from the fans is, who runs Jay's Instagram? Like it's a mystery? <laughs> Who runs I didn't it, think it was either, but people ask me this a lot. I guess I don't really talk about it. My hobby. Would you like us to make the big reveal? Who runs it? Why are you looking at me like that? Who runs it? I, no it. one can hear me. You have a microphone. Uh, Kristen does. <laughs> He's so hesitant. Not happy about it. <laughs> Not happy to give me the credit. Is, is this a joint effort by any means, though? Like, what? what Sometimes I'll ask him for a caption. Like, oh. what would you say in this situation? Okay. So you're participating. It's a collaborative of Effort. Collaborative. I like that. Jay, do you even know how to log into your Instagram? I don't know the password. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, get, we'll give Casey the credit here. <laughs> yeah, um, I couldn't log in if I had to. Yeah. yeah I mean, you logged in one time. On my? Yeah, when Bane ran away. Oh, right. No, you logged in and gave me the oh. phone. <laughs> you posted one away. time. You wanted to make a post about it? Yeah. So Can't she can't even log into his own Instagram. So she logged in and gave me the phone and I... Did you post? You knew how to post? Uh, no, Kristen showed me. No, you okay. posted. <laughs> I made a plea for someone to help me find Bane. Her dog. And you found him. Thank God for the social media. Um, this is kind of a little bit going back to the matchmaking thing. One girl asked, what are your tips for boss women dating out there? What do you think about the whole men are intimidated by strong women thing? I did not submit this question, <laughs> although it sounds like here? I might have. <laughs> From Kelly. <laughs> Love Kelly. <laughs> XO, XO, Kelly. What do you think about that? You, I think you talk to me about this a lot. Um, tell the women. Repeat the question. There's two parts to this question. What are the tips for boss women dating out there? And then what do you think about the whole men are intimidated by strong women thing? Do you find truth in that? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure some. I'm sure some men are. Why? <laughs> that was a good question. I actually submitted this question. Do you want to say something? No, I'm leaving. Okay, bye. Um, I'm sure some men are. Um, right. I mean, I like. I'm just riding the wave. Like Chris can make all the money. I'll just kind of hang out and do what I want to do. You just want an allowance. Yeah, I just want to. I mean, that's not too much to ask. Um, but listen, like if if you're with if you're with a guy that's intimidated by what you do, like find a different guy. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. That's not the right especially, guy for you. No, especially like early on, if they're like, right. if, if they want, if they're trying to pressure you to do something that. You know, you don't want to do professionally, and you really like what you do, and then that's not the right guy. What about just actually dating though? Like, do you think that men, like if you, are men more attracted to women who kind of need them and like, you know, would be supported by them versus someone who seemingly can take care of herself, et cetera? I think there's both. 
Okay. I think there's both, and like that's that's, and that's why it's dating. Like that's the, the guys that want someone that's needy and someone that's you know needs them. Like that's what they're probably gonna find. Right. And vice versa the other way. And if I mean the women out there, like you just find somebody that appreciates that you work and appreciates that you know you're doing what you want to do and your passion of whatever it is. Was that attractive in Kristen to you? Like she kind of already had her own stuff going on. Yeah, but I think Kristen was between like she was just Between gigs at yeah, the moment. <laughs> she's probably she'll probably deny this, but like at that point, like she was tired of LA. Like she was like I want. She was like I want to get out. You know, she kind of wanted the thing about moving to Chicago. Like I was trying to get her to come to Chicago. She has family there too. Yeah, she has family there. I mean, she was always doing work and doing stuff, but yeah. Um, she wasn't the uncommon James version of Kristen that we know. No, now. not at all. Not at all. And. She, you know, she got pregnant when she was young. Right, 24. No, but Kristen, but like, and I'll take everything back, I guess, at this point. But like, she was always, <laughs> always extremely driven, and like, there was no, there was no way like she was gonna just hang at home and take care of the kids and, right. and, and not explore, you know, things that she wanted to do. So you obviously like, were attracted to that then. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, she brought a lot to the table. Yeah. This one sounds like it was submitted by Kristen. Kristen, what do you love most about your wife? <laughs> I swear to God it wasn't. People want to know. The people want to know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, I think it's it probably is that, like she can balance both of those worlds. Yeah. Really seamlessly. She does, um, right. Being able to raise three kids, like I went to Miami for five months and yeah. she still was able to raise three kids, you know, put together. She had a shoe line then, like things yeah. were coming with the jewelry line. Um, you know, I think I, I got back from, and she was putting together this show. So like she was able to do all of that. While you were in Miami. Just hanging, just, just living the life on the beach. You really did. When you were in Miami, like, cause during the week, what did you do? I went to work and then. How many hours a day though? Monday, Tuesday is like Monday's kind of no Tuesday an off day. Monday you're there for a couple hours. Nice. Thursday out at five. Friday out at like twelve, one o'clock. My God, living your best life. Yeah, but they, I mean they came down a lot. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this is where my fans get a little. They're really into you. Hmm. What's your biggest turn on? <laughs> Mm. It's so weird to ask you this kind of stuff. I mean, I think when I met Kristen, like, 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 just her, probably just her, like, I think anybody, like, they're lying basically if they say like attraction, like, you know, how they look. You're right. Like, that's it has to be there. Of course, it has to be there. And I remember whenever I first met Kristen, it was in, uh, we were in, uh, it was after a preseason game. Okay. She actually had dark hair at the time. What like brunette, like my color? Not that, not quite. But it okay. was, it wasn't the blonde that you all that know and love. Know. <laughs> yeah, like she had, uh, were it maybe low lights? Low lights, but Look a lot, you. but a lot of like, okay. it was almost, it was almost brown. I'm shocked. Yeah. I never knew her in those days. Yeah, and she was thinking about getting out of LA. Like there was a whole right. different, whole different side wow. that you don't know. But you were obviously physically attracted to her. For sure. Yeah. She had on. Either a white shirt and like blue, uh, blue shorts or vice versa. Okay. But yeah, I mean, 
she was just naturally beautiful. So like that was the first right. first attraction. Okay. And I think if that's not there, then yeah, we're probably not going to move forward. Don't you think with Kristen too, she has like a natural confidence? Like I think a lot of guys say that that's really really attractive yeah. girls too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's true. Um, here's another question. What did you learn in that GQ article? <laughs> Tell us. Um, I think Kristen's already told all. <laughs> I don't think she gave specifics that so people were asking. I mean, if you feel like you need to keep that between you two, then. I mean, there's some things you got to keep secret, I okay. think. Okay. So does that go for this next question, which is, I mean, I honestly don't even know if I want to know the answer to this, but what's your favorite sexual position? Um... <laughs> I think we we experiment with many different ones. Okay, so a variety. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Keep it, keep it. Yeah, I mean, after so long, like you have to you have to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> don't even start don't with even me. Like Are you kidding me? It's my ears. I can't. <laughs> you're the she one that put all this it. stuff out there in the first place. <laughs> Do you want to come tell us about the GQ article? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've I already said it on national television. I'm good. Yeah, why are you yelling at me? So you're blessed. I said it in a very now. sweet way. What was it? <laughs> like a very innocent, sweet way. What is your favorite position? I'm not. We're not. <laughs> there you go. All of a sudden, like she's Saint Teresa now. Like she's so modest. I'm yeah. so sure. I've got a company now. <laughs> you guys have been married for how many years, though? Going on, uh, no, sorry, going on six. You do have to keep it kind of spicy, like shake things up a bit. Yeah, we've been, I mean, known her since 2010. Wow, yeah, so variety, that makes a lot of sense to me, actually. Um, okay, so you have type one diabetes. Yes. And someone asked, what is it like living with that as an athlete? Did it change a lot of stuff for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think meeting Kristen changed even more for me. Okay. Um, Cause I mean, as I got it in, uh, gosh. 2009. Yeah. So I was, how old am I now? 35, 25, 25 <laughs> or so. 20, I was almost 26, I think. Okay. Um, and like, I was just eating like basically like a young college kid would oh, eat, yeah. like just eat whatever you want. Drink all the time. Yeah. Like just no conscience at all. Like yeah. what you put in your body is going to affect you. Right. So once that happened and just carbs and sugar like you start you start thinking more and more about that and then when I met Kristen in um, 2010 uh, you know we really started you know, well at first like she was just kind of eating whatever kind of with me right Kristen how much weight did you gain <laughs> she's oddly absent right now Kristen, <laughs> what how much weight did you gain when we, when we first started hanging out Oh my, you guys, <laughs> eight pounds, okay? Eight? But on my little frame, that's a Her lot. little body kick, carry that extra weight. <laughs> I just ate like shit, because I was like, I'm not gonna be that girl that's like, I don't eat this stuff, and then. Yeah. He likes me fat, though, let's be honest. <laughs> he likes me pleasantly pumped. <laughs> true. Some junk in the trunk. So it came, like, it came to a head where she's like, oh, okay, like this is not kind of how I eat. Right. Um. So then, you know, she started introducing me to, you know, less carbs, okay. whole foods, like real food. Yeah, risk, different stuff like that. And then before we had Camden, uh, we did a lot more research on, you know, food and health and everything else and gut, mm -hmm. um, your immune system and like just how everything kind of comes together. And that's whenever I think things kind of took off and okay. we went down the rabbit hole and 
turned around for you with like health. Yeah, stuff. and you know, and now my insulin levels are, you know, I don't take as much insulin. Insulin, I feel better, I sleep better. Um, my numbers have been really good. So. So is that how it works with diabetes? Like you, whatever, if your insulin levels are high, that's you have that pin you mm -hmm. carry around. Yeah, like every if you as soon as you eat food, um, you know, your body starts breaking down carbs and sugar, mm -hmm. and insulin delivers that to your muscles and your brain and stuff like that but without insulin in your body you know you're just going to pee, pee all that stuff out oh your body's going to start shutting down okay so every time i eat i pump insulin in and Got that it. delivers everything all over my body but as soon as you start eating a lot of carbs for years and years and years um you know your, your body is going to start to come a little bit immune to the insulin you're putting in mm -hmm. So you're going to put in, if you, like, five years ago, if you put in three units, you know, 10 years down the road, like, you might have to put in 12 units to cover up the same piece of bread. Oh, okay. So your body starts to figure it out, like, yeah. hey, like, this isn't natural. Right. Um, so you want to kind of keep your insulin levels down, your insulin usage down as much as possible. And the only way to do that is to eat less carbs and less sugar. So now that you've changed your diet, you're using way less insulin. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. But the problem is, like, you know the medical field and and pharmaceuticals like they're just they, they just say hey just put insulin in your body and you'll be fine like Treat it with medicine. more insulin more insulin more insulin where that's <laughs> that's fine for a short period of time but eventually it's going to catch up to you right um okay what's your netflix go-to mm. mm -mm -mm. um tough to make one decision i feel like i know well i mean it changes like i i kind of binge watch what are you currently binging um, God, what is like friends? I think it's called like friends from college. I have nothing about this. Tell me I think, everything. I think it's like these guys from these group of guys and girls from college, but now they're out of college and like one of them's cheating on. Okay. And it's just kind of their lives in New York, maybe or something like okay. that. It's funny. It's good. Have good you watch. ever watched Shit's Creek? I watched like three or four episodes of it. You couldn't get into it. This is I don't know. Like, I see. I watch some of these shows, <laughs> and then some. I get caught up in doing something else, and I forget about it. Right. But I saw it on my uh, like recently played things, and I was like, oh yeah. And oh I clicked God, on I it, and yeah, I do need to go back because I think it was funny. I laugh out loud, and I feel like you appreciate the same kind of mm -hmm. humor I do, so mm -hmm. I think you would like it. Um, I'd have to look at my phone, but there there was a bunch <laughs> of them recently that I've watched. So friends from college. I think that's what it's called. Okay, interesting. Um, what I'm watching the, the Ted Bundy thing too now. Oh, I heard that's like very dark and scary. It's very dark. Um, I didn't know much about it going into it, but I mean, this guy was, he's a piece of work. Well, yeah, I guess all serial killers are, but. Yeah, but he was like charismatic and like. Charming. Wasn't he oh, kind yeah. of attractive? Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Oh my God, that's scary as shit. Yeah. For a girl out there dating. See, maybe you should start like a matchmaking PI service. You want to do background checks on Tuesdays? Yes, please. <laughs> but I don't think serial killers like go on dates. They just kind of snatch you up as, on the way to your car. I feel like you would know though. Like when you meet people, you have a good radar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think if you went on a, a date with Ted Bunny, I'd be like, hey, I don't, I think you might, <laughs> might want to steer clear maybe this pump one. Pump the brakes on this yeah. one. <laughs> Just don't go anywhere with him. Okay, long. I'm gonna keep you around then. Um, okay, what career would you have done if football wouldn't have been an option? Well, this is kind of what you're having to go through now, right? Yeah, like I've <coughs> I've told some guys like this, like there were there was never a plan B. 
Yeah. Like I've never had a plan B. And I told some and I and I there's some of the guys like in college and NFL, I'm like, listen, if there's, if there's a plan B, like plan A is probably not gonna work out. Oh, so you think that's why you were successful then, maybe? I think it's, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that, that lined up for it, but I think that was part of the reason. Yeah. Like there was never, there was never another option. So you just had to make it work. Yeah, it was gonna work. Yeah. Or, like I didn't take college very seriously, so like I was all in. <laughs> this football thing, thank God you have a good arm. Yeah. Um, okay, do you ever regret retirement then? Uh, regret it? No. Do I miss it sometimes? For sure. Like, how was football season? Did you watch a lot of games? Well, I mean, Cannon's obsessed. Yeah, that's right. So, like, Saturday and Sunday, like, Jackson hates it. Sailor's indifferent. Yeah. Kristen watches more than she claims she watches, probably. Yeah, I know. I knew that. Like, she knows. I mean, I guess after eight years, like, you're going to... Kind of have to. You're going to figure some stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> so, she'll watch some stuff with us. But, I mean, Cannon's, like, Saturday and Sunday, he's locked right here. Yeah, so you're in it for that. Yeah, so we watch and he we, he throws the football back and forth all day. Yeah. So I mean it was, I mean it wasn't. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, it was the right time. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that answer is like, will you ever come out of retirement? No, that ship that ship sailed. Ship has sailed. You didn't have anything you wanted to tell us today on the Velvet Touch podcast. No. no. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all the questions I have for you. So I guess people can tune in to if Jay had an Instagram, if they want to keep up with you. Yeah. Oh, also season two of Very Cavalry, shameless plug, March 3rd. Is that when it starts? Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited? I mean. Are you nervous? Uh, I'm not nervous yet. I think like right before it comes out, I always start to overanalyze like, oh shit, what did I say? Oh, there she is. Damage is done. <laughs> Damage is done, I know. Thank God we have an EP in here with us right now. <laughs> Hi, are you guys done? Well, we're trying to wrap up. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to add to this special podcast? Nope. Since you poked your head in a couple times. I'm good. I feel like I added everything. I mean, for Kelly's benefit, like, how did you know that uh, you were attracted to me? Oh, these are great what? questions. Come on. I'm over like here. in there working on my cookbook. No, come, like, come I can't. Join this podcast real <laughs> fast. I'm sure the people want to know this too. How did you know with Jay? I mean, Kelly's out there in the dating world just trying to grind it yeah. out. Okay, well, it's, it's like this little thing go. called chemistry that you really, like, can't put your finger on. Like, you just know. But at the time, I was really looking for somebody to, like, sit in the driver's seat. Like, I was sick of, like, being the man in my life. And so right. I really wanted, like, a man who could take charge. Yeah. And like you said, her overheard you. I was really <laughs> wanting out of L.A. I was just finishing up the hills. And my life felt very suffocating there. Um, and so, yeah, I really wanted to get out of L.A. Never once said I wanted to stop working or I anything like that. that. I did not say that. Definitely said I didn't want to live in L.A., but I, never, like, I, I, I had a that. shoe line, and I was, like, I was still hosting and doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just not at the level you are now. Right. Or that I was prior to meeting Jay. Right. Yeah. Did you know the second you saw him, were you like, oh? I knew something was up. Oh! <laughs> you knew something was I up. I did. I, well, I thought Tell I was doing Tell the story it. about your cousin, oh though. God, this is like... Um, <laughs> so my cousin was obsessed with Jay, specifically with right. the bears. Right. And um, I had told my mom at one point that Jay asked me out. And so we were going to a game. Mm -hmm. And my mom brought it up. And my cousin Danny was like, he's the man. Like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> So we got family passes to meet him after the game. And I thought, like, I was just going to be cousin of the year and make my yeah. cousin's life and, like, yeah. would never speak to Jay ever again. And um, he walked in. He was really sweet. And he won my mom over, which I feel like is oh, probably a good smart sign. Move. 
He drove us to our car and then um, texted me right after he dropped us off and Danny was like, he loves you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we hung out a couple nights later. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So when you know, you know, it's true what they say. When you know, you know. <laughs> she did have dark hair though. I know. I didn't yeah, get through that. Not a good there. look for me. <laughs> wow. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like your color. That's but I what definitely I was like trying something new, and Maybe it wasn't, wasn't your cute. best look. No, not okay. Cute. I'm glad you're back blonde. Thank God. <laughs> I feel like you switched pretty quickly then. Oh yeah. Like I was, happened in a salon pretty fast. Yeah. Like, try the whole balayage thing or whatever, Justin. Balayage. That's the word you were looking for. No, I've never heard that word. <laughs> you learned something new here oh, today, then. Balayage. What does that mean? <laughs> like, I think it was darker, and then it, like, got lighter at the ends. Yeah, like, it was no, dark No, that's called here. ombre, actually. Ombre. It was ombre. Yeah. Yeah, it was dark, and then it cut, cut a little bit lighter, but it was still I have pretty. to tell people that <laughs> Jay is, like... But like touching Kristen's hair is showing me exactly how it was. This is very so maybe beauties. Beauty I mean, other calling. things to think about, Jay. Um, probably not girls. Oh, barbershop. Barbershop. I, I could barbershop. actually actually really could see that. I could too, actually. Yeah. Jay's barbershop. Very into his hair, so. Uh huh. Can, can the people hear me? I'm worried that I, I don't know, have a we microphone. We need to pass that mic back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, people. <laughs> Please forgive me. Jay has good hair, though. He Jay has, has good, good hair. hair. He's obsessed with his hair, so that would kind obsessed. of make sense. Ooh, he kind of cringed yeah. it out. You just recently had three haircuts. Like, we should just oh. talk. <laughs> Truth comes out. Just Listen, be honest. I love when the wife comes in. <laughs> a lot of this is out of my control. It really is right now. <laughs> no. The haircut situation. Yeah, uh, oh, oh, I see. Well, we should just end it there because yeah. we don't want to hurt feelings. Okay. Feelings. Was it for the show? Were you filming? No. Let's just end it. <laughs> she just wants to be done. Do you like being a reality star? I didn't ask you that. Good question. No. You guys know I don't like being a reality star. <laughs> the people don't know, though. <laughs> the people don't know. I mean, you. This, the schedule of filming is not really your thing, right? <laughs> That's You're what the it surprise is. star of the show. The schedule of filming isn't that hard. Then what? what is it? What do you, why would you want all these people at your house? That's right. This? You can be honest. This is a trust tree. I'm not. I'm not. Actually, I'm not in the trust tree. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not allowed in the trust tree. I'm told nothing. And like, I just learned today that we're doing this. So that's not true. Maybe yes. Maybe yes. Maybe oh yesterday. God. He's so dramatic. I'm not dramatic. Like this is the truth. I'm told nothing. <laughs> I'm not in the trust tree. Well, I think you're a natural. It was a big surprise to the Everybody. world, I think. <laughs> oh, you were, you were shocked? Yeah, I was nervous to put you on camera. I was like, this is going to be really well, good or I really mean, this bad. This goes back to Chicago days. Like, I saw you in pre press conferences. I mean, I was kind of nervous about that today. Like, you shut shit down. <laughs> You watch press conferences? Well, uh, yeah, I just spent a lot of time watching. <laughs> every week, every Sunday. You're going to ask dumb stuff. Like, there's no point in answering it. Like, let's just get on with it. What? Right. Well, do you, no. So I'm. Oh, I thought. You, uh, <laughs> no, he's not saying about you. I was like, yeah, I was like oh my god, going back in my office. <laughs> no, I must have asked really good questions then, because you were very receptive today. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Uh, <laughs> it's a different forum. Yeah, you really shine on a podcast, Jay. I think radio is easy. I like radio. Right. You like reality TV and radio, I think. No, I think I, I, I clarified that I did not like reality TV. <laughs> I'm really more forced into this role than anything. Right, it's, it's the husband role. Like mm -hmm. the camera just shows up and they're like, hey, give us some funny stuff. 
<laughs> and then they leave. Right. Well, you're good pressure. at it. So it is a lot of pressure. You do feel it. You feel it. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> this is nothing. No, I really don't. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of like a sidekick, really. Just uh, Casey's sidekick. Uh, Remember that. Huh? <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> She's trying to take the man role now. Uh, <laughs> take back everything I said. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel, have you said everything you want to about Very Cavallari? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty clear on that. Okay, well with that said, I think we can, we can just tell the people to tune in on March 3rd for the new season of Very Cavallari. Also follow Jay on if Jay, Jay had Instagram. Instagram. How's my, how's my Instagram? You're doing. doing really well. You're about to pass me. Really How many people do follow me? You definitely have over 100. Yeah. How many do you have? Uh, like 160. This is a sensitive yeah. subject. All right. <laughs> she does not want you to pass her. I don't want you to pass me. So. 100% going to. Probably. Game on. I will say the best post was in Cabo on yeah. that pink flamingo floaty. Jay. Jay. Jay on the pink model flamingo pose. floaty was epic if you would put like more stuff up and not be so selfish about selfish. your own give me content oh like i can only gosh. do so much here this is a team effort what if what's Wait, that you, you let's just make said goals here. Here. i need pictures of you though like every time i try you to get a picture you're like content. welcome to the life of an influencer jay fight you on it I'm a like, do you want followers or not i'm a content machine you have to be a willing participant <laughs> just take the pictures half the time i'm not even looking <laughs> Oh my God. Well, they're all set up shots. I just want everyone to know that's not true. <laughs> He's basically a blogger. <laughs> I don't even have the password. No, but you're like, get no, the but shot. we get need, the yeah, we need to get the shot. That's how I do it. <laughs> On the flamingo, that was definitely like, yeah. That like, wasn't you just posing, like, let's be honest. Or I mean, that was you posing, but that wasn't just like a candid, like. The flamingo? I hope not. Yeah, that like, would be weird. for your sake, you should sit here and admit that it was a staged photo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you should make a goal of like how many posts you want to get up a week and then know that like you're going to have to do some photo shoots. First of all, I haven't even posted in five or six days. So well, like it's hard enough out here for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your password, just say the word. I don't. <laughs> well okay. then don't complain. So we're going to work on some J if Jay had an Instagram content. Actually, we'll start today. And um, you guys be on the lookout for podcast. that. <laughs> Um, Jay, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Didn't have a choice. <laughs> okay, thank you guys for listening. Okay. Bye, y'all. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.